Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's episode with my friend, Ginger Harrington. Ginger is sharing her God story with us about anxiety and the challenges of perfectionism and insecurity that comes with the transitions of life. With her experience as a military wife, having to rely on Christ moment by moment, she grew a passion to help other military wives by publishing Bible studies and devotionals to support the women in the community. She calls it planting roots, strength to thrive in military life. She has also published a book called Holy in the Moment, Simple Ways to Love God and Enjoy Life. I am loving that title. Hi, Ginger, and welcome to She Speaks Life. Hi, Jamie. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I am so excited about what you have to share with us. And I'm loving that title of your book, because I think when we see that word simple, (laughs) it's definitely something we are gravitating towards. So I am excited to hear a little backstory. I know the listeners would love to hear more about you and When did you start finding the challenges of of being a military wife and the anxieties and all the challenges that came with that? The first few years that we were in the military, it was all a grand adventure. (laughs) In fact, I didn't plan to be a military wife, um, but Mm -hmm. it, you know, that was God's plan for me. And it's been a really great journey. But Mm -hmm. for me, I really struggled with the transitions in the military community, at least in the Marine Corps, we call them PCSs, moving. Mm. And uh, you do a lot of that in the Mm. military community. So the first few years went really well. Once we had three kids, I happened to have a thyroid issue that came up at the same time as a cross-country move from North Carolina to California. And so that was the beginning of anxiety for me. I mean, I had, you know, struggled with a little worry and that kind of thing here and there, but never had a full on battle with anxiety that was Mm -hmm. really impacting my life. Mm -hmm. And at that time, my thyroid, I was diagnosed with Graves disease, which is a hyper thyroid condition. And your thyroid just spools up and decides to work over time. And my main Mm. symptom of that was anxiety and not being able to sleep. And so we moved cross country with three kids in our our van and listened to Star Wars probably 10 times across the country. We moved into a house that I'd never seen before, which is typical in military. And it looked like it was going to be condemned. There was weeds growing everywhere, paint peeling. There was a hole in the front of the house. And I just thought, gosh, that just added to everything. (laughs) Well, that's that's when the the anxiety just kind of, it was like a roller coaster. It just kind of, I went and started going down that roller coaster and it just didn't stop. And Mm. so that continued for several months and I stopped sleeping at that time. And all of the new things, you know, new people, new neighborhood, 
making decisions for school kids and mm-hmm. unpacking, you know, just all of those things. I would be unpacking a box and be completely overwhelmed by where am I going to put this? You know, just small decisions mm-hmm. I struggled to make during that season. And I just, I literally thought I was losing my mind. And fortunately, I finally got in touch with a doctor who like, let me know, hey, this is part of Graves' disease. We're going to get you feeling better. It's just going to take a little time. Mm -hmm. But during that time, I would just really reach out to the Lord and plead with him to settle me down and help me not be so fearful. And that was kind of the beginning of really learning that believing God is not based on my emotions, but it's Mm -hmm. based on what he says is true. And Mm -hmm. that was a very powerful lesson. And and really learning to trust God despite what my emotions might be telling me, despite what I might be feeling. I might be feeling afraid, but I could choose to put my trust in God. That's been a journey. That was 20 years ago. And I'm still learning those lessons day by day or walking them out because it's a moment by moment choice, whether or sure. not we choose to trust God in the moment. And for me, that has been a, a really powerful way of allowing the Lord to settle my soul when my emotions get riled up and to just walk out trusting him moment by moment, day by day, and not worrying so much about how I'm feeling. Well, and I think emotions and feelings, they seem so real. Like it just, they seem so true. They do. So bought into, this is truth. This is what it is. And I feel that when you were saying we hand over our emotions and feelings to God, it starts to change, right? Our feelings and emotions start to change and they don't seem as true anymore because we're now getting the real truth from God (laughs) to make us feel a little more at peace, not so anxious. Yes. And, you know, that struggle 20 years ago was really the birth of the book that I wrote, Holy in the Moment. I just didn't know it at the time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We never really know it until hindsight, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And, you know, fast forward, we, being in the military community, we moved every three to five years. And that was not Mm -hmm. quite as frequent of moves as many in the military move. Mm -hmm. And every time, even though I eventually was treated for the Graves' disease and got feeling better, and then I thought, oh, life is back to normal until the next move came up. And that w- that experience was just so significant that the next move pulled all of those emotional pathways that had been embedded in me. And it all came back. And so it, every time we moved in the military community for the next 20 years, it was always an anxiety battle. And I did what many military spouses do. I just focused on getting through. I started to think about anxiety like morning sickness. It feels really yucky now, but it will pass. And that's true. It will pass. But it wasn't until we retired that it started to hit me. Why have I never addressed this? Why did I never ask for help? Why mm-hmm. did I never look in under the roots of why I was feeling that way? And I knew part of it was physical and hormonal from the Graves disease. There were also spiritual beliefs and Mm. coping, you know, flesh coping strategies that were tied in with that that I can address. And so when we were 
going to move. I talk about this in the surrender chapter. When we were going to retire, I thought, well, moving won't be a problem anymore because we're not going to move anymore. We're not military. And my husband came home one day and he's after we had been retired for just a few months. And he said, hey, a dream job came up in another place. What do you Mm. think? You're like, oh no, a trigger. (laughs) And that was, that was a massive trigger. And I felt so conflicted, you know, because all of that anxiety came back. I wanted to want what my husband wanted. I wanted him to, you know, have that dream job opportunity, but I, I could not harness my emotions. That was a really great learning experience. And that was the experience that taught, you know, that the Lord got my attention and said, now's the time to start a healing journey. Now's the time to quit the counselor and look into this, get some help and and some healing because it's not going to go away. Get to the roots of it. And that was the best decision I could have made. And I didn't know at the time that the fruit of, I did a, a discipleship counseling ministry. So it was really very instructional, lots of reading as well as counseling process. And then later I did training for that as well. And it was after I had finished the training that the Lord opened up the opportunity to write holy in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so his timing was perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Are you able to share what you found the roots were for your anxiety? A lot of the roots just had to do with insecurity mm-hmm. and not even really super tra- traumatic things that happened in my childhood, mm-hmm. but there were some moments of out of control types of behaviors around right. me. So I learned to cope with that by escaping mm-hmm. and I would, you know, go in my room, shut the door, right. read a book, yeah, be creative. And I carried that with me into adulthood. Eventually, the emotions get to a place where you can't escape right. um, them. They're just anxiety is one of those emotions. You can't shut it down. It's there right. <laughs> and you're going to feel yeah. it. And so my I didn't have productive strategies for dealing with that. And there was some healing that needed to take place mm-hmm. in my life and really getting at the roots of some of those early life messages and giving forgiveness and surrendering and, and learning to recognize just some of the ways that we've learned to deal with life. And God wants to teach us how to deal with those things, more productive and more healthy spiritual ways of responding to challenging situations Mm -hmm. and to getting our needs met and finding success and acceptance and value in life. Mm -hmm. He wants us to do it his way. And he's given us everything that we need in Christ. Mm -hmm. So that process of learning to identify, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, trying to control everything doesn't fix my anxiety. Right. <laughs> trying to be perfect doesn't make me feel secure. And it sounds so simple when we talk about it, but the interior, what's going on inside is not simple. No. And we need the Lord to help us weed out and mm-hmm. see what's true and see what's real and really learn how to let go of some yeah. of those old ways and begin to trust Him and rely on Christ. Mm-hmm. For those things. And as we do that, we really learn to walk in wholeness and freedom. Yeah, because those roots are so painful. They really can be. And so that perfectionism is just a method of trying to control. But then there's this other thing, this root equals pain, basically is what I like to equate it as is like, this is something that needs to heal by only the way Jesus can heal us. And it's not an easy process. If anything, 
it's harder to reveal that painful root than to just kind of put band-aids over it or proceed with life. Kind of that's the the hard route is getting the healing, but then we're free (laughs) when we get the healing. We don't have to choose to suffer from anxiety anymore, but we have to go through that painful process of healing and getting to the root, which is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it's needed. Yes. And in fact, Jamie, I can remember one day years ago coming across a verse in the message trans- translation that really spoke to the desire of my heart and the struggle I was experiencing. I was so tired of feeling anxious about things. And I mm-hmm. came across these words, may God himself, the God who makes everything holy and whole, make you holy and whole, put you together, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body. First Thessalonians 523 in the message. And I can remember, you know, just praying, Lord, that's, that's what's happening. I am spirit, soul and body aren't working together very well right now. I need wholeness. And I didn't realize at the time, but the word holy actually includes the concept of being whole and healthy and well and happy and blessed and set apart for sacred use. And so it's a really amazing word that sometimes we have associated with religious connotations in a way that doesn't seem practical. You know, we think, oh, "Oh, holier than thou. Sometimes we even may have formal impressions of the word holy. But when you think Mm -hmm. about this integrated, healthy and whole person, spirit, soul, you know, what's happening in your mind, will and emotions and your choices, Mm -hmm. how you live life, your spirit, which is in Christ and your Mm -hmm. body, your physical systems, that's what we all want. That's what we're, God created us with a need to be holy and whole and mm-hmm. for Christ to breathe life into our spirit and for us to find our identity, our health, our wholeness, our wellness, all of everything in Christ. So for me, anxiety, it was the road that the Lord used, that broken path that the Lord used to get me to a place where I was seeking help and healing. And as I've been doing that, I still have times when I feel anxious. Going to mm-hmm. counseling does not take away the problem forever. But for me, what it did was provide some healing, some understanding, and learning more productive ways, healthier ways, Christ infused ways of responding when I do feel anxious, because we never spiritually outgrow our emotions. They're just are they're messengers, they let us know what we're believing in the moment. And that's where we can stop and go, Oh, I feel anxious right now. Lord, what's this about? What am I really believing right now? Am I believing I have to be perfect or am I believing I'm not going to make new friends in this new place? Or am I believing that you're not trustworthy? Am I believing it all hinges on me that I have to perform perfectly for everything to be okay? Yep. That's, that's actually what I'm believing in the moment right now, Lord. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to choose to trust you. I'm going to trust you in this moment because you are my enough. You are, you've given me every spiritual blessing in Christ. In Christ, I'm patient. In Christ, I'm good. In Christ, I have grace that is sufficient for my weakness and sufficient for my needs. And I'm going to trust you to be that, Jesus, to be what I need, who I need, and provide what I need during this time. And it might not be pretty. It might not be anxiety-free, but I'm going to walk that out with you. And that's made all the difference in the world. And that's really the heart of Holy in the Moment is learning to experience Christ in the moment by choosing to trust him, choosing to give him your attention, choosing to invite him 
into the moment rather than try to fix it ourselves, which I often do. Yeah. I think we put so much on ourselves. We put so much uh, the burden on us and really it's God making us holy. It's God giving us what what we need. It's just relaxing in his presence and just being present in his presence, filling us up. And therefore, when we can feel him, then it's just we can do the trusting a little bit easier. Yes. Yes. I agree completely. And then there's, you know, there's those times where we can't feel him, you know, and when you feel really anxious about something or when you're struggling with depression or anger or bitterness or resentment, you know, any of those really difficult and vulnerable emotions, Mm -hmm. sometimes they're so consuming. You don't have a physical or emotional or mental sense of God's presence. And that's where it's so important to have an understanding of God's word, of his character, of who he is, of who Jesus is, and who Mm -hmm. we are in our identity in Christ, because Mm -hmm. then we've got the truth to stand on. And yeah, you know, I can say, Holy Spirit, I don't, I don't have patience in this moment, but I know that you are patience. I'm going to depend on you to express yourself in me as Mm -hmm. the patience that I need right now because I don't have it. And Mm -hmm. that's a totally different way of navigating life and solving problems or addressing problems than I used to do. I used to try to figure out, well, I've just got to dig deeper and be more patient or I've got to dig deeper and find more trust to beat this anxiety. It's all on me to do the right thing. Just like we were talking about a moment ago and being able to just surrender to the Lord, just to say, it's you. I surrender my right to be in control. I surrender my right. Sometimes I have to surrender my right to be anxiety free. And, but that's a powerful choice when we surrender to the Lord and invite him into it. He's able to do all kinds of things that when we're trying to do it in our own strength, it's not an open vessel for the Lord to work through. And, you know, sometimes he works in us and through us in spite of ourselves. But part of the struggles in life that God allows in our life is to get us to surrender and choose to trust God that he's got the answers and the solution and the provision rather than to keep trying to fix it ourselves. And I think for me, it's always when I'm in his presence, the Bible's open, starting to read, you know, scripture that even talks about anxiety. I mean, there's so many verses in the Bible that talks about anxiety. Then it's start feeling that his presence starting to enter in and fill you up. And holy in the moment, there is a chapter on listening to God. There's a chapter on moments to feel and moments to thank your thoughts and emotions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I just have to stop and say, I'm going to act like who I am rather than how I feel. Mm-hmm. And that little shift is so powerful because it, I mean, no, even when I know I still get tripped up by my thoughts and emotions and can just run down those rabbit trails of being all worked up about something or, or responding really emotionally to yeah. something and emotions, they're there and they're part of the fullness of who we are as a human Mm -hmm. being, but learning to trust God and navigate our vulnerable emotion Mm -hmm. is so, so important. And it, it really does come down to your relationship with God and understanding Mm -hmm. who you are in Christ and his heart for how much he loves us. Yeah. I definitely feel when I have this certain emotion 
a wave of emotion or feeling, there's that time of choosing. Mm-hmm. Do I am I gonna choose to receive this emotion, this feeling that I'm having? And if I do, then we need to filter it with with God's truth. We need to filter it with God's word. Like, what does God say about this emotion and feeling? Filtering that emotion and feeling through God's truth really makes me determine. Okay, my emotions and feelings, I feel like I'm aligning them with God's word, who, what mm-hmm. he says, who his character is, who I am in him, so that it starts to change what yeah. I feel. So I don't need to start growing bitterness or grow things that are not pure and lovely, things that aren't from God. Oh, so true, Jamie. This conversation reminds me of one of the simple ways <laughs> That is uh, in holy in the moment. And it's something that I call the holy butt. And I learned this (laughs) in the book called The Rest of the Gospel, which is an excellent book. So I don't take credit for the holy butt, but I do want to share it because when you say, I know God is faithful, but we're in the middle of COVID-19 and we don't know what's going to happen. So I'm feeling anxious. Whatever we say after the but is what we put our attention on and is what we're giving credence and importance to. So yeah, the so simple shift. More power. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We're mm-hmm. focusing on the problem. We're practicing the presence of the problem rather than the presence of God. And yeah. so the simple shift is to switch that around and say, the world is in a pandemic, COVID-19 right now. Everything's up for grabs. All kinds of crazy things are happening. But I know that God is good. But I know that God is present. But I know that God is sovereign and in control. And then mm-hmm. we, I put my attention and my focus on God. In Second Chronicles, I'm not thinking of the specific verse, but there's a line that says, but we are powerless, but we put our eyes on thee. We put our eyes on you. And so that's that that truth piece that you were talking about and I was talking about is to be able to acknowledge the situation, acknowledge the problem, acknowledge the feeling and not shame it or condemn it or lecture it or fix it, but simply mm-hmm. say, but this is true about God. This is true about who I am in Christ. This is true about how the Holy Spirit can express himself in me. And it changes how we respond. And the feelings don't necessarily fall in line like good little soldiers immediately. But Mm -hmm. the more we keep putting our attention and our belief in what is true, the more our emotions and feelings come in line with the truth. And sometimes it takes a little time, but but they do settle down. And that's a, a beautiful thing. When you began to really feel that soul settle in yeah. your life. So good. I know because I, I think a lot of people confuse, well, I want to obey God, but I'm feeling this. We don't have to wait to uh, obey God until our feelings start to catch up <laughs> with yes. what God is trying to tell us. And so often God wants us to just do what he's put in front of us now, obey him. And then eventually our emotions and feelings will start to shift and follow God's obedience. But I think that was a good lesson, an important lesson in my life was to do something in obedience because I hear God saying this, but my feelings are opposite. But when I stepped in and I obeyed him. I'm so happy I did because my feelings ended up changing and shifting. So, oh, so good. 
just to kind of sum all of that up, believing God is a decision. It's not an emotion. And that, right. you know, that's one of the profound struggles that every single person who's ever walked the face of the earth has to deal with because we have an enemy of our soul who loves to capitalize on our emotions. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Use them to keep us stuck in unhealthy patterns and unhealthy relationship of unhealthy ways of living and use them to sabotage our faith and make us believe that God isn't real. Make He's not for us. He's not with us. Our emotions can take us some really, really dark places. And so learning mm-hmm. to understand our emotions and learning to process them in mm-hmm. healing and whole ways with the Lord is the heart of spiritual vitality and freedom. So good. And so for those that your community that you reach out to for the military wives, is that like a Facebook group or do you meet? I mean, were you face to face with them before the COVID-19? Maybe just talk a little bit about that, about your Bible studies and devotions that you do. Okay, sure. I am part of a nonprofit organization called Planting Roots, Strength to Thrive in Military Life, where we can be found on Facebook or Instagram or at plantingroots.net. And it is a community of military women who write for women, military women by military women to encourage them to plant their roots in faith. I happen to oversee, I'm a speaker for Planting Roots conferences. I direct publishing and we are currently working on our sixth book, which is a Bible study. We're, those are available online at amazon.com. So those are written by military women for military women. I don't write them all. I just oversee the teams and the editing and the formatting and that kind of thing. And then my personal book is Holy in the Moment, Simple Ways to Love God and Enjoy Your Life. And I write at gingerharrington.com. And I hang out on Facebook at Ginger Harrington, my author page, or Instagram, or I really love Pinterest. I have a lot of stuff on Pinterest too. Awesome. Wow, a lot of things that you do to grow the kingdom. So cool, Ginger. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your God story with us. So much wisdom in that and how to handle anxiety and all the challenges that we come face to face with in the transitions in life. And I think we can definitely relate in these times right now where there's a lot of transitions happening and there is yeah so well needed to hear from you and thank you for blessing us with your encouragement and your testimony well thanks jamie for having me this has really been an impactful conversation and i'm thrilled to be here today thank you so much for listening today i trust that god has encouraged you through this message For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.